Guys Podcast, episode two. We're back, all right? We've got everything figured out. We had a good chunk of you listen to episode one, so we appreciate it. We worked out the kinks. We got it figured out. We're going to get everything on Spotify, Apple, YouTube. We'll have some videos. We'll have some clips. We'll have our picks out. Little learning curve, but we got through it, Rye. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna run through what we're talking about today. Today's topics. We're gonna cover the bowl games. All right. Michigan loses. Ohio State loses. We got Georgia and TCU in the national championship. We'll recap our gambling. Uh, what we liked about the weekend. What we didn't like about the weekend. We have this week in the world. Uh, um, one of our segments that we're doing. We're gonna talk NFL playoffs. The gambling implications. The playoff implications that are going into that. The fattest thing we've done this week, that's coming up. And then we're going to do some final cleanup, cover some stuff with you guys about future plans, what we got going on here. First thing, though, Ryan, we got to talk about it. It was a scary moment. We all saw it. I'm not, we're not going to say anything nobody has said already. Everybody is thinking of uh, Tamar Hamlin right now. Nasty, nasty, nasty injury. Um, you know, it's the news is right now he's a lot better than we thought he was, but it's still very, very serious and critical condition, all that kind of stuff. It reminded me of, you know, Dale Earnhardt Jr. It was the first, one of the first things I thought of, like for a couple reasons, like watching it, the hit looked senior. like senior or I'm sorry, senior. Yeah. It's whoops. Yeah. Senior. But it looked like, you know, at the time, I mean, crashes are bad, obviously. Um, but you know, we've seen crashes and cars tumble and fly and, you know, you've seen what seemed to be worse. And that's what I thought with the hit, too. It was a, it was a you know, an awkward hit and whatnot, but just a fluke thing, you know, and it was scary. They, they had to, you know, do CPR on the guy for nine minutes. Spooky, spooky, spooky thing. But, you know, we're all thinking of him. But I just thought it'd be weird if we didn't talk about it. Um, were you watching it live? What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, I was watching it. It was definitely strange to see um, and just so unfortunate. You just The kid's so young, seems like a great guy, too. I mean, they show all the clips of him before the game. I imagine that's him, like, hugging his family on the sideline and stuff. They're all there to watch him. And yeah, that, crazy. that was one thing that was, like, lucky. I mean, if you can pull anything out of the story, I mean, obviously the guy is still alive right now, which is great, but, you know, it was – I heard somebody say it was nice that his family was there, you know, and oddly enough, they were there and they get to be with him right now. And I believe they're at the hospital and, you know, so at least, uh, at least they do have something going for him in, in that regard. And hopefully he just keeps getting better because like you said, it was, it was spooky. I mean, you see, you see in grown men who are playing yeah. a violent game and that they, they have looks on their faces like that. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. It was I, mean, I, I played football and nothing even sniffing that level of football. But, I mean, even at a low level, you get hit hard. Sometimes you get the wind knocked out of you. Sometimes, you you know, the snot will blow out of your nose. You get concussed. You black out, whatever. Right. Nothing like that. I mean, these guys are freight trains out there just going faster than anyone you've ever played any sport with colliding like that. And it's just like – and when I saw the tackle, you know, I just thought, I was like, oh, great play. Like, nice tackle, pops back yep. up, and then yep. everything just fucking sucks. So, hopefully he's – hopefully he pulls through and he and he's all right. That, that was terrible. Yeah, no no doubt about it. It was spooky. You, you know, I, I, we won't touch on it too much. Like I was telling you before we started, like, we're, we're just trying to give some picks, crack some jokes, but I thought it would be weird if we didn't say something about it. But, um, obviously, hope he gets better and then, 
you know, we'll just we'll wait to hear what the news is. Obviously, everybody is, uh, you know, just worried about him and making sure he's okay. But the, the NFL is probably working out right now what what they're going to do. You know, probably talking to both teams. What do we? How do we schedule this? Do we not schedule it? Is it a tie? How, how does yeah. it work? So I think whatever they do ultimately end up choosing to do. I don't think anybody in the league, like other teams, because people are like it has seed implications and things like that, and it does, right? I think whatever decision they come to as a collective, everyone's going to just be okay with it. Like, yeah. this is an extreme circumstance. Both of these teams are already in the playoffs anyway. You know, let's make sure the guy's okay first before yeah. you send people back out there. But To um, reminder, there's much more important shit than football. So 1,000%. 1,000%. But – we're going to just – we'll roll into the topics. Like I said, I hope everything is fine with him and we'll find out more. But wild, wild weekend. Um, I was sick as a dog. I, I was dying. I was dying. I mean, it was brutal. And then it was just – I couldn't win a bet, okay? I was wrong about everything. Basically. I, know, I, felt, I felt so bad that when you were at your worst, Don't sick wise was when Michigan was at their worst. That was like terrible timing. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was awful, and that's and we'll start right with Michigan. Okay, going as an eight point favorite against TCU. You know, I didn't give I didn't give TCU a shot. I, I was quite vocal about that. A lot of people did. However, the worst possible game they played all season was at the biggest possible spot. You know, and it just couldn't have happened. You tip your cap to TCU, Max Duggan, Duggan, whatever the fuck, the Red Rocket. That kid is surgical, man. He played a good game. But they turned the ball over. I mean, two pick sixes. You can't score three, four times inside the five-yard line. You know, we're doing weird fucking Philly special plays. You know, we just couldn't do what we do. We couldn't make a presence felt on defense. And the numbers are misleading in college. We don't care if we ran for 200 fucking yards. We didn't run the ball effectively when we needed to. Yeah, you can't look at yards and points in that game. I mean, what a shit show. And and you had the money line. You had the, the plus eight. But now Jim Harbaugh's gone. Back to the yeah. NFL. He says if you know he gets an offer, he's gone, which for him to say that he already has an offer. I mean, I know it's tampering, but somebody's already called his ass, right? <laughs> Maybe it's the Saints. Who the fuck knows? But he he's out of there. Um, disappointing season for a, for a couple reasons. I mean, disappointing end of the season. You're back-to-back Big Ten champions. You, you steamroll Ohio State back-to-back times. That is not – that's one thing I do love about college football. That stuff matters, okay? I'd be a fool to say this isn't a letdown because this was the best possible chance they had to win this thing. I think they could have given Georgia a game or Ohio State, for that matter, if they want to. But disappointing thoughts, feedback on the game because you were spot on. Everything that you said was going to happen happened. Um, No, it was great. It was a fun game to watch. You know, yeah. were terrible. I mean, more fun for me than you, I know, but um, crazy games. But the same, you know, we'll get into it later. But I won't be on TCU this week, so I think sure, yeah. That. <laughs> we both had Iowa. Um, I was wrong about Kansas State. Alabama comes into town. It's like, guys, we're still the SEC. Shut the front. I know. Up. I was I was upset. We bet that. I mean, you can't. A team's best player is like he's just not built like like half that team. I just, it was disappointed. That's the side I went with. Yeah. So we're doing a new segment in the NFL and, and it's going to be called, uh, you know, my biggest regret of the weekend, the team I was pissed off. I bet that I knew I shouldn't have bet. I bet him anyway. 
if they were if we were doing college, it was that one because I was on a Twitter Spaces with uh, Hold the Mayo and Devin Devin White, John Snow. He um, that that game we were all talking about, and everyone in his part of the country is like, "What are you guys talking about?" Like, right. no, we're gonna Kansas State is gonna die in there. They did. Yes, they weren't built. They're not built the same. No, and so LSU rolls. Uh, the end of the U- USC Tulane game was unbelievable. Good to hear two. I mean, Tulane, what a story! You go from the I think they were two and eleven, two and twelve. Now they twelve and two, eleven and two, some shit like that. Lincoln Riley might want to try and uh, get some defense in those recruits. They are they wherever Lincoln Riley goes, no defense, like not a lick, bad. So um, those were good games. USC, right? I think you were saying LSU, USC. What's that? You mean USC, Tulane, USC. I think you said I think you said LSU or maybe I'm I said LSU two. won and then I said oh, okay, right, right. Tulane game. Sorry, I talked fast. I talked <laughs> No, it was just just a wacky ending. It was good football. It was bowl season at like it's at its peak. There's nothing like college football. And at the end of the day, I feel bad for the kid who dropped the kickoff out of bounds. I mean, that's that's yeah, such just, a brutal, terrible mistake, but and you see his face afterwards? When they yeah, him, well, I'll like, tell you who I felt bad for. Um, and, and and I felt bad for him more so because I felt bad for me because I had the money line. And they didn't let, we'll, we'll start right in talking about this Georgia-Ohio State game. Do you know that kicker story? No. He's just like, he's like, a, he grew up a Buckeye, basically. And all he's ever wanted to do is kick footballs for the Buckeyes. And, you know, this, that, and the other. The kid's surgical from like 48 and under. He makes field goals. That thing was never close. I know it was 50 yards. It wasn't close. They set him up for failure, okay? C.J. Stroud came out and showed up in that game, showed that – I mean, he had his best game in his biggest moment, or his biggest moment in the biggest game of the year. Um, I thought he was super impressive. Yeah, he and Bryce Young got to be the first quarterbacks to go, right? 1,000%. I mean, uh, but Marvin Harris Jr. going down was the difference in that game – had the money line, it hurt a little bit. What was your major takeaway from the the Georgia Ohio State game? Is I'll be on again. I'm going back to I'll be on Georgia this week. I just again, I, I just think that they're not like you look at Georgia, you look at TCU. They're not built the same. I'm not gonna. I don't want to fall for it again. And I think that yeah. TCU is the big public side this week, and you see a lot of public bets on it. And I'm just. The line's slowly moving down, so you're getting better numbers on Georgia, and I'm going to – I'll wait a little bit, but I'm going to pounce on the Georgia line. So will I. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I think, you know, Georgia got away with it. And ASA got away with it. It was a good game. Stenson Bennett, you know, he, he looked horrible in the first half. Yeah. And when they needed him most, he came out and slung, got that thing down there, scored, showed up. Made some really good throws. I really think this game's on Ryan Day. I think he was such a pussy with the play calling. You get – C.J. Stroud makes that rush. You get down there, he runs the ball. And I just – it ruined everything. You had a chance. He played – you needed to try and get another five yards there. That was one thing I thought Ohio State did nicely in the beginning of the game. They're not a running team. And they mixed it in there. They sprinkled it in a little bit there to keep them off balance. That was not the spot, dude. You got to throw the ball there. You take yeah. your chances because you can't rely on this kid to make a 50-yard field goal in that spot. I thought the play calling was dumb, but the play of the game, the fake punt timeout. Did you hear Kirby Smart after the game? He was yeah. like, 
I, we've had two of them run on us. He's like, I know what a fake formation looks like. And he fucking, it's always funny watching coaches waddle down to the sidelines and just oh, yeah. losing their fucking mind. Like, is anyone looking at me? The, that was the difference in the game. I already said Marvin Harrison Jr. going down was the difference, but that was the call of the game. Arguably one of the greatest timeouts ever. The opposite of a Chris Webber timeout, if you will. You know what I mean? It yeah. changed the game. It won them the game. Uh, we talked about a little bit about um, the betting line moving. I think it opened up at 13 and a half. I saw it drop down to 12 and a half. I think it's back up to 13. The number's too big for me. You know, I, I'm, I'm also, I'm with you. I'm going to, I'm on Georgia. I'll wait later in the season to, to get that all out there or later, yeah, in the, like, later in the week. That for us, at least, I think Rivers has it at minus 12. It's like the lowest. Minus 12. Season. Yeah. So here's the thing, okay? You know, TCU, where is it? What do we got? 10-3-1 against the spread this season. They're fucking covering machines. And people know that by now, this time of the season, obviously. But what if they do win? Like, it's like, I mean, I know you and I are just dismissing it right away because of the number and the money and all that stuff. But yeah, mine's more like a narrative. Like they played, they played that game, scored so many points, and went back and forth. And it's just like, whereas Georgia, like we we said, kind of came out flat, and it was like a wake up call, and then fought. Yeah, it's like I just think one team's trending up while one team's gonna fade, and that's just. Yeah. And I could be dead wrong, but that's just kind of like we saw it in the NFL last week. You had the Rams and the Broncos coming off. Again, this would be in my regret column, but, like, you knew the Broncos had a great chance to cover coming off an embarrassment. And then the same thing with the Rams, like, coming off that 51-point performance, like, they were going to fucking struggle. I mean, that's just – they're all narratives and there's stuff like that, but like it, but it actually happens. Like, good betters kind of follow that shit. So, No, for sure. I mean, a lot of, a lot of people made noise about how well – you know, Ohio State moved the ball in Georgia. They showed you can throw them Georgia. I, I don't know. I still, I still think, still think Georgia matches up okay with those receivers. Uh, I, I think Ohio State wide receivers are a thousand times better than the TCU wide receivers. Um, yeah, but, I agree. You and, know, and Stroud is way better. I mean, I know Duggan's good, but Stroud is better. He's just, I mean, we'll, we'll find out. It's a big number. I can't fault anyone for taking those points if you are on that side of it. I think it's going to be a boring national championship. I think it's going to be a route. I really do. I hope I'm, I hope, well, I hope I'm right. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? It's, I just don't see it being good. I can see the game being 28 7 and a half, you know, some shit like that. Yeah. You got anything else to add on the college football or the bowl games or, or anything from the weekend? No, and I might be dead, I might be dead wrong here too. The way these teams are playing defense, but like, I think the super popular public bet would be the over here, and so I don't know. I, th- I could see the under coming in. It's at like sixty two or sixty three right now. Yeah, I saw sixty two and a half. Yeah. Um, please tell me Michigan covered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 44 seconds left. Hold on, it's overtime. Okay, Jesus, that was. Hold on. So it's, it's final. Not overtime. Over. It's saying, what is going on? I love you. 
I love you and your Giants hat rooting for Michigan. I know. Just, well, dude, dude, stop it. Okay, you're, you're so a 49ers cute. fan, a Golden State fan, and you're in Saratoga. Shut up. And you're wearing <laughs> the NFL hat. I love it. But Yeah, I had this way before fucking Rob Lowe had this shit. Yeah, that's you have, too. I'll back that up. But anyway, that's a big parlay hit for us. Plus 358. Sorry to derail things. So anything else to add for from the college football weekend or anything? Like, I mean, the major takeaway, right, is TCU. Wow, right? Yeah, if they come out and, and play Georgia so tough and they cover and everything, I mean, you gotta gotta give your hats off to them. I and if they win, I mean, holy shit, that'd be that'd be right. Yeah, Monday night dog going in good to win the championship. I mean, that'd be that'd be insane. Be cool what, see, what, I don't hope it happens because I probably won't be on that side. <laughs> what what is the money line at, dude? Do you don't? I don't mean to catch you off guard. I didn't even no, take I a got it up here. Um, money line right now is plus three seventy. Yeah, so I mean, it's a it's a it's a number that's um, definitely tempting, you know. Listen, it was a wild weekend. I was sick as a dog, like I mentioned, and I got to tell you, it didn't go the way I wanted to. But we we rang in the new year. On a high, I'll tell you that. But first, we got a new segment. New segment. This week in the world, some things have come up sports-related, not sports-related. This week in the world, Ryan, do you know what Dana White did? And do you condone domestic violence? I know what he did, and I do not condone it. He smacked his wife. Strong answer, okay? And, and the people who do condone it will say, she smacked him first. And, Dude. And I just, I saw the video. Is it wrong that I was hoping that one of the slaps was harder? Is that fucked up? <laughs> Dude, it's, it, 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 it is. But listen, yeah, I, I hate the, argu the argument of uh, people are so dumb, okay? You can't hit women. You know why? Because he could kick the shit out of her if he wanted. It's not fair. You don't do it. It's grimy. It's dirty. You're taught it when you're like a, just a child. And here's the thing. My nephew, he's 10. He punched me in the leg the other day. I could kick the shit out of him. It wouldn't even be close to a fight. I'm like 280 pounds heavier than him. You just don't do it, you know, even if it hurts. And here's the other thing, too. You punch her in front of like 350 people like the old Domingo Herman, just punching his wife in front of the whole entire Yankee Yankee organization. What's happening in your home? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a Dana White fan. I like him. I obviously made a mistake. And that's what's gonna know, what's gonna happen to him now? I mean, is he just dude, he's fucked. powerful that like nothing will happen? Just, probably probably you know. not. I mean he's fucked in the sense of if she wants money or something like that, I'm sure she'll she'll get it. But there's just a bigger issue there. You just can't you know, I'm not trying to set up my ivory tire, but I, I mean, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm saying anything crazy. It makes me wonder if they're out there just doing that in public. Like, what do they do at home? It's crazy. They and listen, punch she, each other in the face at home when they're mad at each other, or what? Good point. That that's one thing I did want to say for for everybody who's saying you know she hit him first. They are right. You know, she did hit him first. He, he shouldn't hit her back, but she also shouldn't be hitting him. Like that's just a toxic thing, right yeah, there. Why anyway. is either of them hitting one another? What the fuck are they doing? And yeah, they, you're really yeah. like behind. That's in public. What are they? What are these freaks doing at home? And the the footage is so it's 2023. 
Like, I just want to see a real alien, and I just want to see a clear video. Like, they're always great. Yeah, I felt like I was watching, like, the movie Scarface, and I was, like, trying to, like, see people in the background <laughs> when they're in the club. Like, yeah. No, also, you know. On VHS, by the way. Dude, just have the, you know, I, I don't know. If, if you know you're kind of not, like, I just don't get why athletes and people of power like that go out in public anyway. I'm not saying like, hey, stay at home and kick the shit out of her. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, I don't want people filming me drinking or partying or doing, you know, this, that, or the other if I'm one of those guys. Don't you have enough money and enough homes and enough access to whatever the fuck you want to just be like, hey, party's here. And I mean, I'm sure some of them do. Yeah. I just, I don't know. But yeah, I so I, I did. I was just. I'm glad I knew the story you're talking about. It was great. Listen, I was just gonna say. I want to circle back though. You said you do not condone domestic violence, right? Correct. All right. Good. I'm a married good. man. Fair. <laughs> fair enough. This one's fairly recent. It's baseball news. Um, Rafi Devers just signed 11 years, 331 million dollars with the Red Sox. I think as of like six hours ago, or at least I saw it like six hours ago. Um, I know you're not as caught up on baseball these days anymore, but uh, the Red Sox have been in shambles for, for a little bit here. Organization isn't doing things. Fan base is getting super pissed off, annoyed with love, everything. Do you love it? Like, do you I, wanna, do, I, I do love it. I don't, give a, I, don't give, I don't give a fuck what happens to them, but I can sympathize with them in the sense of, like, they're a good sports town, and a good sports town who, like, their lives revolve around the Pats and the Bruins and the Sox. And I can relate to that. So it's like, I feel for them that their organization's like, yeah, I don't care. We're good. But at the same time, I hope they, you know, go Owen 162. So yeah. um, what do you think of these I big know, I know that name though, because, you know, like back in the day, I was playing, you know, dynasty leagues where I was doing, you know, 20 man drafts live auctioning. Yeah. And just, you get married and that shit dies. What? Well, I yeah. do know Devers. I did. I knew the Red Sox were struggling, but I didn't know how bad it was. Like, where do they finish in the division? Last. They're like they're worse than the Orioles now. Yeah, the Orioles made a great run. Great run. Wow. They suck. They're bad. Their pitching's terrible. You know, it really all it all started. The writing was on the wall once Mookie went, and um, you know, but. This was one of those things, like, if they didn't sign him, I, I think they would have burned Fenway down. Like, they had to sign him. They kept losing their guys. Um, another thing that happened this week in the world, Ryan, is it's 2023, buddy. Huh? Hey. You got any New Year's resolutions? How was your New Year's Eve? I was, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned it. I was sick as a dog. Thanks for checking on me. Um, I was dying out there. But my New Year's was I was curled up in a ball. <coughs> Uh, upset I lost bets and Michigan lost. How was your New Year's? Any New Year's resolutions? We did what's called New Year's Eve at my brother's house with the kids. And uh, that was fun. They have like a ball that drops on TV. And, you know, we had the mimosas flowing and stuff. And the kids were, you know. The kids were drinking? Had some juice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> had some juice going. And I uh, watched the ball drop. We uh, played some dance music on the Alexa thing and just kind of partied it up midday. That's what's um, We don't make it. What we do is we go to bed before the ball drops and then wake up when the fucking dogs are going crazy and complain about it. <laughs> Fireworks and shit like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Fireworks go off and dogs just shake like they're gonna fucking die. And I know. Then they my, my... bed and we're dead. Yeah, they don't like my, Mia. Doesn't like the fireworks either. Any New Year's resolutions for the big guy? What are you, are you doing? More push-ups? Getting on yeah. the elliptical? <laughs> what are you? Okay, yeah, nice. Nothing. You don't want to share with the team any New Year's resolutions? You cutting out cheeses? No. You know, someone got married today. It's like in this, you know, like the Twitter NASCAR community. Just like in the world or just like someone you know? Yeah, you know, someone got married today. I'm sure. What are you he, this about? Guy, you know, I talked to him. His name's Chris. He's on He's on Twitter. We, we talk back and forth NASCAR stuff and shoot the shit. Yeah. Uh, but, he, but he posted a picture of them and he said, any advice? And my advice to him was, no matter how bad you don't want to do something, don't let her know. And I guess that's that's my resolution for this year. All right. Fair enough. So I guess I'm a big complainer. I (laughs) (laughs) hey, come to find out, I gotta work on my overall attitude. So we're gonna do that. No, that's that's a good one. I know what you mean. Like not like wearing it so much like, oh, I don't want to go to the fucking flower shop or whatever the fuck you're doing. I I got you. That's good. That's yeah, we always go down to the local flower shop. That, yeah, you know, you know how these dates go now with these yeah. kids. Well, that's good. No, um, you're right. My New Year's was I, I was beat up. I was shot. I, I just didn't. I didn't feel great. Obviously, lost all my bets. Um, I did see you posted this girl won't leave me alone with the picture of a girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it's a lady friend of mine from uh, for years now. She's uh, she's great. Um, but that, other than that, I don't think I don't, I don't know if that was New Year's. I forgot what day that was, and if she knew you were sickly. No, so that was Friday. So it's funny you say that. So we went out to dinner and uh, got some drinks or whatever, and we're on the way home. And I'm like, man, my allergies are killing me. And she's like, yeah, mine too. And then we got to the house, and I was like, I feel warm. And she's like, yeah, you're just sick. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, fuck, I think I'm sick. So, yeah, so we went out that night, and it was funny because I was home. We, were, I mean, we were home probably, like, by midnight, you know what I mean? It was early. It wasn't late at all. Um, and by I woke up at 4 o'clock, and I was like, ah, what, what do you want from me? Like, just, like, kill me. Like, it wasn't – I mean, I, I normally – and I get pissed off when I'm sick. Because I feel like I'm a pussy, you know, as dumb as that sounds. Like, I don't get sick that much. But, I, dude, it's like clockwork. I get sick every New Year's Eve for whatever reason. But, yeah, we had a good time. She's a blast. And uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I, you can still hear it. This is like day five. The last two days I have felt fine. But just congested. It's going around. I've, I've coughed twice on this thing. I, I normally don't just cough. Like, I got – I was sick like two weeks ago, and it's just, like, lingering. Yeah, I know. I, I smoke and shit, though, too. So, I mean, I'm uh, not not good. But listen, NFL, okay? Um, big, big, big win for the G-Men, baby. Huh? Yeah, great. We're going to the playoffs, all right? Listen. Both our teams came through about. on the parlay. That was great. What's that? I had that, I had that teaser parlay. Both our teams came through. Huge. Well. Huge, huge. We got a lot to cover in the NFL. I have some stuff I want to talk about. I feel like I've been talking too much right now. So I'm going to shut up a little bit. I'm going to let you quarterback us. Oh, huh? 57 blue, huh? Blue 52. I'm going to let you quarterback us for a little bit on the NFL. 
Tell me what we got going on this week. Tell me about the NFL last week. Run us through it. So the NFL last week was – are we doing the next, the next segment will be our regrets or are we doing that within this segment? Yeah, we'll do, we'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it with right – like right within it, you know, like okay. this is part of it. New I'll, start, I'll start with that. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Probably why we, we never win. We never win because you are fat. When we were on this podcast last week, we both said we're taking the Packers. Yes. For whatever fucking reason, Sunday morning when I made that card and posted it, I didn't have the Packers on there. So yeah. dumb. Yeah. What I did right, so I regretted not having the Browns either because I told everyone, no team has won the week after playing the Niners. Yes. So Cleveland goes to Washington. Washington's favored for whatever, God knows what reason, with Carson Wentz at quarterback. Browns money line. Easy play. Luckily, I added that one late, so I didn't miss that completely. And you texted me, and I told you, I was like, I my bullets are fucking low right now after the last couple of days, and I was yeah. trying to be smart, and I, I just laid off of that one. And, uh, yeah, you you definitely said – you definitely had it. So what was your biggest regret of the weekend? Was it the Cleveland bet? Or, or I'm sorry. No, was I got that one in. My biggest one was bag? because I had them both on the card, and I don't know why. I had the the I just said it earlier the Broncos covered because I, I was coming off that game where the Rams crushed the Broncos fifty something to whatever it was, so it's a total comeback spot letdown spot. So you got yeah. the Broncos covering against KC, you got to go with the Chiefs at, yeah. at home against the Rams, and for whatever reason I went with the Rams plus six and a half. I, I don't know why they were due for the letdown after that big spot, and I and we talked about it. And yeah. then and I, and I bet the Broncos because of it and didn't bet the Chargers. So that was my biggest regret of the week. Gotcha. But, you know, we were five and four on singles, would have been seven and four with those, eight and four if you count Washington that I threw in there. Um, so overall, I mean, still not a losing week, but could have been a great week and just made a couple bonehead plays in the morning. And another thing you mentioned to me, like when we were talking that day too, you know, my, my favorite lock of the week uh, was, was the Lions. I thought the Lions were going to smash. They did smash. Chicago just doesn't have anything to play for. They're trying to lose out there. It mattered a lot. Jared Goff's numbers are just crazy in, in Detroit. And they showed up. That was one game where you had you had some eggs in a basket in that one too, right? Did you have a lot of props in the Bears game? Yeah, I missed it by Fields not throwing for over 129. Dude, you have like a – you, Dude runs for 130 and throws for fucking 70 or whatever. It's like, that's how you lose by 40, you assholes. That's, <laughs> what are you doing? What are yeah, you so doing? I'll tell you what. It's so it's for as bad as New Year's Eve was for me and getting trounced, I was 3-12 and 12 in my last bets, <laughs> 15 bets or whatever, math. So, And then I went on a 12-6 and six run. And out of 12 of those wins, seven of them were for plus money. Six of them were for plus 200 or more. I have yeah. been on a fucking tear since well, Sunday your morning. Your touchdown one was huge. And you touchdown hit it by time of the 1 p.m.s. Touchdown, Tony. Tony, touchdown. We had DJ Moore, plus 205, check. Hodgins, Hodgins plus 200, check. And Cordell Patterson, who we – been betting on the last three weeks he finally gets it in plus 2907 before halftime i was so pumped up jacked up i hit that god bless i hit that i had them all straight 
uh, had the Giants, had New Orleans. I mean, I think I went, like I said, I'm, I'm 12 and 6 over that stretch. I had some college and, and whatnot the other last couple of days for basketball. But I'm 5 of 7 in my last seven touchdown plays back to Thursday. I had Schultz. Um, the only ones I didn't have was I had Mike Williams and I had Lazard in, in, uh, in those games. But they got targets. They had, Lazard dropped one in the end zone. So I'm seeing the board with touchdowns. And, you know, part of one of the new segments that we're going to do, guys, is we're going to have a big guy's parlay moving forward. It's going to be our best bets. We're going to parlay them together. It might be, you know, for an example, maybe it's the 49ers, and I like Saquon Barkley to score, you know, or maybe it's two teams. We're going to mix and match it. We're recording this right now on Wednesday. Um, Typically, we're going to be recording on Thursdays, but we'll post those out. Ryan, do you have any touchdown plays or anybody you're considering this week for, like, prop plays? Yeah, it's hard right now because we don't know who's going to play, who's going to sit. Yeah. And also, the touchdown lines aren't out on Wednesday night, at least on, like, DraftKings and FanDuel. But I have some ideas. So when they drop the lines, if they drop them before we know who's playing, you could get a good number on Alexander Madison – uh, for Minnesota, they're at Chicago. Um, if for whatever reason they decide to sit Dalvin, the Bears are terrible against the run. Just yeah, absolutely terrible. We just saw what the Lions did against me. That was a joke. That's and it. They're averaging, you know, they give up over five yards a carry. They're on, the only other team that gives up over a touchdown on the ground per game is the Texans. So I mean, they're they're thirty first in that. Um, and if if they're kind of resting guys, you could see Madison get a full workload here. Last time they played the Bears, Cook had two TDs, uh, so that should be Madison. And if they if they haven't announced that Cook's going to sit yet, and we don't know if he will, but you, you just take Madison in the hope that two things. If they play the starters, maybe they beat the shit out of the Bears and they both score. We just saw what the running backs did against them for the Lions last week. And – they had two rushing TDs against him this year, too, when they played them. And so Madison can still get one. But if Cook sits, and, Mad- and then you're getting Madison's number kind of a little bloated behind Cook anyways, you take yeah. that and hope it happens. And, and, and Madison's a bully, too. I mean, I like I like the way they do use him. But like you said, even maybe even Dalvin doesn't play a full game if, if need be, too. You know, who, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um, I'm with you. It's tough to say right now for – for par, or for touchdowns, I'm going to go back to Lazard. I know I'm going to. It's going to be another probably three weeks. The guy is super crucial to what they do. One, Rodgers likes when he gets guys who are blocking and doing their job and doing that other stuff. He does like to catch the ball. The guy's a first down machine and went and he's a red zone guy. So um, I'm going to go with Lazard again. It's always good value. You know he's a guy Rodgers trusts. And there's always solid value on him. It's a little frustrating because, you know, he does drop the ball sometimes here and there. But this Green Bay team is scary. No one wants to play them. I've been saying no one wants to play the Giants. But let's talk about, um, you know, before we give some of our bets and whatnot, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the games from this week. We'll give out our big guys parlay, what teams we think are going to be our locks for this week. But the Giants-Colts, right? Must-win game for the New York Giants. Daniel Jones goes and just drops his balls on the counter and lets everyone know I'm here, his biggest game of the season, in the biggest moment. 
all the contract talks where, you know, we hear before the game, they're going to extend them. Uh, in a game that has 38 points and keeps Saquon Barkley off the scoreboard, you know, he was still effective, obviously, but Dimes doing it with his legs, doing it with his, his uh, you know, passing. And ultimately, this fucking defense is back, man. McKinney's back, Landon Collins, Thibodeau is coming into his zone off the edge, and we got Sexy Dexy going nuts. I think this Giants team is stu- – is, they're believing. I don't think anyone wants to play them right now. I know the Colts are what dog do shit. About, uh, what we do you think about doing. Thibodeau doing some snow angels next to a convulsing <laughs> holes? So the very first time I saw it, I was like, dude, he didn't see – he didn't know. And then I saw another video, a clip of it, and he, like, looked over at him. Like, he, you know, he was, he he was moving his arms like, and legs. They were touching the dead Yeah, he, he did it for about 10 seconds too long to where I couldn't say that he didn't know anymore. And then yeah. I didn't like, I didn't really love how he doubled down again. They asked about him. And he's, he's acting like he doesn't know who Jeff Saturday is. Like, dude, Jeff Saturday is a Hall of Fame center. Yeah. You, and you, you know who he is. And, and if you don't, you know, I, just, I didn't like the answer. Don't care. That's my guy, and I need him off the fucking edge. He is a game-breaker, man. Well, he, can, he can just disrupt the game. And I really like the Giants' chances. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to sprinkle some money on them. They're plus 6,500 to win the Super Bowl. Why not? The NFC well, you is know, wide. I know that I can't agree with that. So I, I, know you're, yeah. I know. We're going to get to your game here in a minute. But the NFC is wide open. And, and for those of you who don't know, Ryan's a San Francisco 49ers fan. You guys are playing for the one seed. Um, you're battling. What do you got on, on that game last, so last week? I think we need the Cowboys and Eagles to lose and then us to win. Yeah. Um, so we're probably playing our guys, you know, at least for a, a comfortable amount of time. Um, yeah. Assuming we can go out there and get the win against a fourth-string quarterback. Without and how do you feel about Brock Purdy and your defense and the run game and McCaffrey? I mean, McCaffrey is just he, – yeah, he's, so, he's the best player in the league since he's come over. Yeah, CMC is great. I was in this uh, DraftKings um, – we do a league where you make a lineup on DraftKings every week. Last week was a Super Bowl. And I go against uh, Tom, who you know, for listeners who don't know, a diehard Giants fan. So it gets to the game, and I'm like – Man, do I play Saquon? Because I know he's gonna play Saquon, or do I just play my guy? Yeah, and I my guy, and that's I end up winning by twelve. And CMC had like thirty-five drafting points, and Barkley had seven. And Tom was just all he did was text me, and he goes, "I can't believe I played Rodgers over Daniel Jones." So he was just gonna fully stack the Giants. If he did, he would have beat me. Oh my good. god! But you know how many game? But one thing I want to touch on Daniel Jones real quick: his turnovers turnovers have gone down four straight years. And in yeah. that time, they've given him fucking nothing. They've worked on the offensive line in their in their you know, if you if you want to say they've tried to help him in their defense, they've given him some good offensive linemen or better at least. But they've given him no weapons in that time. And, and I've been saying this for years now. Like I mean, I'm, I I support Daniel Jones obviously, but it's it's tough for anybody. New coach, new you know. I said it last week. New offense coordinator. But there is got to be something too when you keep getting hit and keep getting hit. It's hard to have your eyes downfield. It's hard to trust that there's going to be a pocket there. And I right. think we're seeing this year he's trusting those guys because he's running all over. He's throwing all over. He's moving pockets. He's moving well out of the pocket. And it's he's just – the whole team has gotten better. And Brian Dable is my – you know, it's a homer pick. He's coach of the year as far as I'm concerned. Nobody's yeah. gotten more out of these players than him. And, and honestly, I mean, Hodgins is our best receiver in Buffalo cut in week four. 
Like it's it's yeah. just it's crazy what we're doing right now, and I think we're only going in the right direction. And at the end you're of the, the day, you're too, the old 49er Richie James too, who I really liked when he yeah, was in the Niners. Yeah, and, and Richie James, he's gotten better from you know he had some big drops earlier on in the season. Huge, huge, huge game possession guy comes up big. He's fast. He's getting the routes down. Those two seem to have get open. Yeah, people who earn targets <laughs> are huge, and those two are earning targets yeah. by getting open. That's like that's what the Giants needed. And so one thing. And one thing I'm loving, too, is it, there's something to be said about camaraderie in the locker room. The press conference, you know, Daniel Jones is a little dork. He's got the Eli Manning vibe to him. He's like everybody's dorky brother that they love. He, you know, he's our guy, so you can't make fun of him, but we can make fun of him kind of thing. Yeah. And Julian Love, you know, D Dable tells him, uh, tells Dimes to break down the huddle. Julian Love sneaks in there. He goes, tell everyone we'll see you Wednesday. And he's like, we'll see you Wednesday. So, you know, the guys love him too. They're all breaking balls. I think, I think, you know, depending on who we draw and whatnot, I think this defense is for real. I think we have the makeup to, to kind of wear on teams and, and make a run. And why the fuck not? So, you know, we'll move off the Giants, but 49ers, big, big game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Panthers. I told you I love the Panthers last week. I wanted a money line back-to-back -back weeks. Tom Brady just comes down and kills me, wins at the end of the game. You uh, said you said he was going to do that to you too. You, I did, and, and it's it. two it's two weeks. You know, two weeks ago, I I sat Leonard Fournette, so my brother beat me in fantasy football, so that happened, and then I lost a very substantial amount of money because they beat Arizona, and then this week I I didn't lose money, but they cost me money. Um, and you could see the writing on the wall with the Panthers game too, right? Like it was 14 nothing, and it just – Tom Brady, it's just clockwork. How many points do I need? 12, I'll get you 13. How many points do I need? 17, I'll get you 18. He just figures it the fuck out. And, yeah. oh, by the way, Mike Evans is good again, bro, hooking up for numerous long touchdowns. This team wins the division. They're getting hot at the right time. What do you think of the Bucks and Tom Brady? I said last week I don't trust Tom Brady. Who's is what, yeah. what an idiot? I mean, how dumb I mean, do trust Tom Brady? It's interesting because, like, as a Niner fan, you know, if Tom Brady's coming to town again, I mean, the first time beat the shit out of them. Um, yeah. But that I don't think that'll happen again. So. I'd probably, I know you're not going to like this, but I'd rather see Daniel Jones and crew than Tom Brady and Godwin and Evans and all them. I'd, I'd much rather see the Giants. Um, no, I, I understand that. It's, I, I get that thinking. Um, you know, Giants, historically, we, we do well against you guys. But Brady, I mean, you got, they would have to, I mean, they'd be coming to you, right? So I think, I think where the Niners are, I think we'd either get the Giants or Seahawks, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I'm fine with it as long as they get their home game. I don't think that the both teams will lose and they'll get the one seed magically. I mean, I guess it can happen, but I don't know. The Eagles are kind of banged up. Maybe they'll lose. Yeah, and that, that's the next that's the next team I was gonna say. I mean, the Eagles, okay. Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate. Uh, you know, this is a team that's banged up, and boy, they could have used a, a fucking week off, and they don't get it now, you know? Because you, you and I both had messages about why are you taking the Saints? Why are you taking the Saints? Yeah, and that covered easily. Yeah, and the Saints, the Saints, you know, tip your cap. I think I said it, I thought it was going to be an ugly, dirty game, and it, it just was. It was just a, a 
a gross football game. You know, Gardner Minshew is no more. They used Taysom Hill more. He scored. Like yeah. that's what they're doing. Without early and often went down. Hills back in the game. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, the other, the other, not surprised, but the other emerging star, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence yeah. is a bad dude, bro. He's a bad dude. He's like he's a bad, bad game. dude. This is a well, as close as a win and in as you can get without it actually being one. Um, but yeah, we should talk about this game. This I think the the over unders at forty right now, and I, I kind of like the over in this game. Yeah, so we'll, let's let's talk about that. So Doug Peterson, not, I mean, he's got to be top for coach of the year too. Um, big big game. What do you think of this game? Walk me through what you're thinking here. What I'm thinking is that the Titans can't stop anyone through the air. And Lawrence is really playing at a high level right now. Um, But I also think that the Jags can be ran on. So it's kind of like a match made in heaven for both teams. Uh, You know, like last time they played, uh, Henry ran for, you know, 120 yards, had a touchdown. They lost 22-36. I mean, that hit the over easily. Uh, I kind of think we we see more of the same here. Yeah, so, I mean, quarterback play, it it seems to be a problem in Tennessee right now, and then it has been. It's just like can't get over the hump. And I think the Jaguars, I think they're going to win. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think they're really good. I think they got really good in the last five, six weeks. And I think this Tennessee team is a team that's just they, – they've been falling and falling and falling for weeks. But the division is what the division is, and, and that's why they have a chance. They've had a couple of nice games here and there, but I don't trust Tennessee at all. Yeah, I don't – it's hard because, like, Dobbs is going to start again for Tennessee. Played Dallas last week. Um, they hit 40 points. You know, I think they lost 13-27. Um, and I think that he has chance to improve a little bit. And I think Henry can uh, have a better game um, than what he had last week. He 23 carries at 126 yards. <coughs> no, he didn't even play last week, so he didn't even play. So you had no Henry last week, and they hit the 40-point total. Forgot he was out. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think you put Henry behind Dobbs, that's got to build a little bit of confidence. They've also – they had one starter on defense out of 11 guys last week. Um, yeah. And they were resting numerous players, you know, just to be ready for this game. This is it. So, I think they are – not everyone's going to be back, but some some key players will be back. And I don't know. I think looking at the game, I think I'm on the Jag side like you are. But then I think I'm on the over as well. I think I think 40 or 39, I think I've even seen, is is too low for this. Yeah. Um, another another game with big implications is going to be, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be – I mean, the Jaguars being a, a good, it's, it's, it's different. It's fun. I like seeing new teams in there. I'm rocking with the Jags. But another game that's going to be a big, big game, Green Bay – Versus the Lions. Um, Green Bay is scary as fuck right now. When it comes to the playoffs, you got to hear all the coaches all the time. You got to be good on all three sides of the football. And boy, are they electric on special teams. Their defense really showed up. They're another team that's getting healthy. Bakhtiari came back last week. 
Rodgers with a run game and some and some swag back. Um, these receivers, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of trust in these guys right now. They've gotten so much better. You still see the big drops from nine every once in a while. It's a head scratcher for every good play he does make. But Aaron Rodgers is scary. But you know, we've seen Aaron Rodgers just continue to lose in the playoffs. So I don't know. But they're a team who's hot right now. But guess what? They got to play the Lions. Where are you leaning on this one? This is my. I like the Packers, and it's not close. Really? I don't, I don't like golf on the road. Yeah. Ever, really. Okay. And there's decent weather there. It'll be cold, but nothing like free, like too freezing in Lambeau. But it'll be decent weather, no wind, as far as how it projects right now. I just don't like golf on the road. And the splits say it all. And it's been like that for a long time with him. He can't. He doesn't travel well. And yeah. and just beyond that, you look at the line. It's like four and a half. So if the if odds makers are giving the Packers, say, maybe three points because they're at home, which on average a lot of bookmakers do, yeah. do you think that Aaron Rodgers is a fucking point and a half better than Jared Goff? Like, no. That's I'm not doing in a in a win and in scenario. He's probably a cooler dude. You know, I bet you Jared Goff's a cooler dude than Aaron Rodgers. Like, I bet you Aaron Rodgers is kind of a – he'd be like, they don't have, like, a particular IPA at that par, so he wants to get the fuck out of here. He's like one of those guys. Like, dude, just have a Bud Light or something. He's like, no. Yeah, Jared will drink anything. not considered when making these lines. I, I think that <laughs> – I think the Packers should be about a touchdown favorite here. Yeah. And so I, I think that there's value on the four-and-a-half line. I think four-and-a-half is a good number, but – if you want to get around it, you can same game parlay it and go with the under 59 and a half. You just tease that up. I think they could go under 49 with where they're at, but yeah. give them an extra 10 points, go under 59 and just take the Packer money line. And you're basically at even money. That's a good, that's a good thought. I, 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 that's a good thought. I'm so for as dumb as I am, you know, fat, bald and stupid is no way to go through life, but here we are. Um, for me, this is like a keep it simple, stupid scenario. Uh, Green Bay, Packers, Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur. When you said in Lambeau there, I just had like a – there was like a lot of Chris Berman coming out of you right there. Yeah, in Lambeau. Uh, yeah. We're going – we're going uh, – uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matt LaFleur, um, uh, our, and our good friend Dan Campbell. Uh, so when I when I look when I look across the the just like pictures, I just think what's what what's the Achilles heel? What, I, what I'm trying to say is, well, the Achilles heel all year of Detroit has been their defense is suspect as fuck. They just give up points and they give up points and they give up points. And this is a team in Green Bay who's dealing with really good field position lately because of special teams. Aaron Rodgers run game. Defense getting healthy. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to fucking light them up. And I just think they're going to outsmart Dan Campbell, unfortunately. just He's going to get out coached, and these guys are going to cut him up, unfortunately. And it's sad because, you know, I would like to see the Lions get in, but I just don't see it happening. I, I, I love Green Bay this week, and I think it's Green Bay big. Last week, you know, we're going to be changing some things up on this show but I, I gave out my Tony of the week last week, and it was Aaron Rodgers. He didn't have the big daunting numbers, 
But the guy just wins football games. You know, he just is a difference maker. And he I, I'm not saying anything we don't know, but he's in he's in some kind of zone right now. I love Green Bay this week as well. What's in the, what are other games that matter that are on your radar for this week? Well, that um, I do like the over, like I said, Jags Titans. So I guess if, if we had to list them, yeah, I like the over in the Jags Titans game or Titans at Jags, I guess we should say. Yeah. Um, it's in Jacksonville, yes. So I like Green Bay. Yeah. Um, now, one thing that I can do is I can kind of break down these scenarios for people uh, just to see what matters. Um, in the NFC, like we said, Eagles and Cowboys win to beat the Niners, get the one seed. Um, they can clinch with a bunch of different uh, scenarios here, like Eagles clinch with a win versus the Giants, or if the Cowboys lose the Commanders, Cowboys can clinch with a win at the Commanders and Eagles loss versus the Giants. Packers clinch with a win versus the Lions. Lions, even if they win at the Packers, they need the Seahawks to lose or tie versus the Rams. I love this shit, but it hurts my. I love this shit, but it hurts my brain. Hold on. So if the Cowboys, so the Giants are going to sit. We're going to sit our guys. So we're going to lose that game. So where does that? Um, this is just. I'm just cutting you off to ask a selfish question. Where? Where? I, who's my? Who am I playing? Am I playing the Niners? Are we playing Minnesota? Who the fuck are we playing? That depends Wait, on what happens. In, that depends on what happens in their games. We don't know if Minnesota's going to play anyone. We don't know if the Eagles starters will be out there um, or if Hurts will be out there. So it's too early to tell. But, yeah, I mean, you're going to be playing one of the best teams. It's not yeah. looking good. No, I'm, I just I, just, I mean, I've been – I've already – I've kind of ran through the scenarios of who I would want to play. I guess it really just doesn't matter, you know. I, I, you honestly, I that. think I'd want to play the Eagles. I just – I wouldn't want them on the bye. I'd want to get them over with while they're hurt. Giving them the bye week just gives them another week to get healthy, and they are the most – they're so banged up right now. that J- Jalen Hurts fucking was a problem. Now our defense looks a lot different than it did before. <laughs> um, now, like we mentioned, Cincinnati and the Bills, obviously those have implications too on the AFC side of the ball. What do we got going on? Um, what are your thoughts on – I wanted to ask the Chargers. What, what do you think of the San Diego – nope, Los Angeles Chargers – so the Chargers can't really – I don't think they can change their position right now. So they're another team that they're in, obviously, but uh, they can't change their position. Do you, I, think, do you think they have the, the stuff to, to make a run here? Yeah, so I, it's funny that you said that. I didn't, I didn't mention this to you at all today. And at work today, I told my brothers, I might bet the Chargers to make it to the – they were 11 or 12 to 1 just to win the conference. Yeah, I don't think that's that bad. There's only like three so teams above them that I I would be scared of. Obviously, the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals. That's it. It's just crazy how much more effective they look when their offense is healthy. Like you know, what well, I mean? Mike Williams is out there, and Keenan Allen's out there. When those two are out there, Mike Williams is a completely different beast. Yeah, it's true. Mike um, Williams looks like. Last week he caught a ball in like so he ran a stop route, stopped, planted on his outside foot, and turned in. And you would not know he's a big guy at all. Like he looked like no. a receiver darting down the field. Like this dude is insane. I mean, the Mike Williams catch was out of out of this world. I mean, just to go yeah. up and get it, keep his feet in. It was crazy. 
another big game that, you know, who knows what the hell's going to happen if they play it, but the, it's a must-win game for the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots are trying to backdoor themselves. Yeah, so I, can, I can get into that real quick because there's three teams that can make it for the number seven wild card. Yeah. So the Patriots get in if they win at the Bills. They also get in. They can lose to the Bills, and but the Dolphins would have to lose to the Jets, and the Steelers would have to lose to the Browns, and the Jags would have to lose to the Titans. So really, they a lot to happen. They need to beat the Bills. <laughs> and so, what are the Steelers? <coughs> with that same logic, Steelers have uh, Steelers are still with a shot too. They need right. a lot to so happen as well. Steelers, Steelers win. They're in if they win versus the Browns. The Dolphins lose to the Jets. And the Patriots lose to the Bills. That seems likely. That seems, I was going to say, that's plausible. That sounds like it's super doable. Right. Definitely. Because the Browns suck. And it's a divisional game. I guess that could go either way. But the Dolphins on their third string quarterback versus the Jets. I mean, Jets yeah. have no quarterback. Dude. And then the Patriots lose to the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, that can happen. Bills, yeah, and- still, need to, Bills still need to win. So. Yeah, they do. Um. Now, Ken, the other Kenny team, fucking Kenny fucking Pickett, man. He's now this got, might be nails. depending on the third string quarterback, whoever starts, if Skylar's starting or I heard they signed, I think they might have signed like Mike Lennon or someone weird. <laughs> I think I but, saw Sam Howell starting for the commanders next week. Is that true? Yeah, I think they've just they're just giving up. Oh wow. Well the so the Dolphins can clinch. All they have to do is beat the Jets and the Patriots have to lose at the Bills. Yeah. That's not hard. No. So if I had to rank these, I'd rank the Dolphins probably with the most likely, the Steelers second, the Patriots third. Yeah, okay. So. But those three teams, I mean, good teams to target if you're looking for bets and people putting up stats and touchdown bets, things like that. Like, uh, you know they're going to be playing the whole game. Um, They need to win. Good things to target for for some overs if you like that atmosphere. Not saying to do any of that right now, but I'll be looking – very closely at those games. All right. Well, listen. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. The Big Guys Podcast Parlay. What do you got for this weekend as far as, like, I mean, I'm, I, are you picking a player? Are you picking a game? Let's parlay. Well, I think what we should together. do, yeah, we'll talk about it. I think we both like the Packers. We do both like the Packers. I think that can be one piece right there. Packer, barely know her. Yep, so Packers can work. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Um, and then what was – the? oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. Seahawks need to win. You know, Seahawks Seahawks also in a, in a position where they can get in the game as well. They're playing the Rams. Um, I, I like the Rams, but I'm not ready to put it in my uh, in my big guy's lock of the week. Yeah, I um, the Rams are such a weird team because now they're so they go one week they dominate, then you get them on the you know they're coming back down to earth, and then they came way too far down to earth. So now like, can they cover a touchdown? Probably. Yeah. Like Seahawks look like shit lately. So only time the Seahawks look good is when they play the Jets. So I mean, the Jets have just fallen off the face of the earth. Fair enough. Well, listen, like I said, that's why we're talking through it. For my pick, big guys pick of the week. I'm going with the Steelers. <laughs> I really do like the Steelers. Um, it's minus two and a half is you what really, I have. You really do like the Steelers. No, dude, I'm a Giants fan. But I just <laughs> – for all for all the reasons, I think the Steelers 
They just keep winning tight games. With, they hang around. They hang around. Najee Harris is running the ball effectively. What's the dude's name? Moore, number 30, the backup. He's running the ball great. They're throwing the ball to Fryermuth. They're getting Pickett's involved. And Kenny Pickett is, is smart with the football. He's got to be a little bit better with some of his passes. But I do like this team. And Cleveland. So what, if, what if I can't get down with that for our parlay? We got to talk through it. We got to come up with two things to parlay that we both agree on. We have to agree on it. We could. We might never. This might never work. And what happens if Green Bay? So Green this will Bay. Work. We are best gonna, friends. I know, but I'm going to hate you if like it was Green Bay and the Steelers, and you made me put the Steelers out and take the Patriots or some shit like that. Yeah, just don't hate me. Just say, oh. <laughs> All right. What about? So let's walk. Let's, let's listen. This is, we are figuring this out right now. We got to work through this. What is our goddamn big guys parlay? <laughs> so it's Green Bay, right? We both agree with that. Yeah, I did. I wanted to know what you thought about Minnesota, though, even if they're playing. First of all, we don't know if they're playing backups. We think they are. But the Bears are starting Nathan Peterman. I like what you're and, – and actually, and it makes sense with your Madison pick too. I could fuck with that because what is that number? Is that minus eight? Um, right now, I will we'll, – we'll, we'll post the final number when we, when we take it on uh, Sunday. It's but I kind of like that. It's because it's at it's – at, it's in Chicago, so it's outside. It's a shitty field. So they're going to be cognizant of, like, Jefferson and Dalvin Cook playing. So I think Madison gets the ball a lot. But I also think the Bears want to lose. Seven and a half is Fields going to play. He's going to right. play. I want, like, think about teams that are trying to tank. The Colts. That game was not even close. You guys played great. But these teams, their franchise is way better off of a loss yeah. than a win. You could have said the Texans. You could have picked anyone. But, okay. <laughs> but listen. Yeah. That one just came to mind because they didn't even like they didn't even show up. It just was weird. Cool. You know the AFC championship. There's a lot of history in that Colts uniform. But listen, <laughs> okay. So so all jokes aside, because let's get through it. So not get through it, but let's get through. Let's walk walk through the picks and work through them. Because I think you're right. The teams that are looking to tank and the teams that are still good enough. I think I really like the Vi- I think I like the Vikings. I think I like the Vikings a lot, actually. The Bears are terrible. They are so bad. Yeah, they're like – they are just a joke. And I think they really are just kind of – they're wanting to lose. Are we doing the – for the – for the king of the north, are we doing for the like – the, like just the fucking NFC North parlay then? Is that what we're doing, Green Bay and Chicago? I think so because like I I'm like looking it. through the games and I don't think you get a great number on anything else besides um, – let me see where – What's Buffalo at right now? Because they have to win. Yeah, they're minus they're a seven. touchdown as well. I don't like playing that game for numerous reasons. I just don't know what the feel is going to be, you know? Yeah, what I'm looking at right now, like, you know, kind of where the money's going on, on Action Network, I like the Vikings better than them. But I'm just, yeah. again, I'm just reading through it. I'm just making sure we don't miss anything before we put this out there. Also, too, I want you to think about the over on Saturday night's game because I'm I like that one a lot, too. That can be parlayed with the with the Packers. Over in the Saturday night game? Or what yeah. you say? Yeah. Yeah. So I think so. That's that's what I think. I think 
I, I feel more comfortable with the Vikings minus seven, Green Bay minus four. I got it at plus 256 right here. I really like that. Okay. I can get down with that because I think even the Vikings backups are better than whatever so the I. fuck the Bears are going to run out there. So, so do I. And and the Bears, they, the Bears just, there is zero reason for them to win. They should be very excited. They have a quarterback. They have a future here, they need to get these picks under control and whatnot. Um, and they, they need they need to lose. Wait, dude. So Nathan Peterman, man, like I don't know if you remember that one game where he threw yeah, five yeah. or six picks. Like he, he, he sucks. So that's he, gonna be it. That's year, the, too. And he, he's only thrown six passes this year and he's thrown a pick already. He's fucking garbage. So I, I yeah. I'm loving that pick more and more. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up smashing that straight as well. So that's gonna be the big guys. That's going to be the big guys' uh, parlay for the weekend. Green Bay minus four, Minnesota minus seven. Parlay those for plus two fifty six. Ryan, any final thoughts on the NFL? Any final thoughts on plays? Gambling? I got a quick final thought. What's the fattest thing you did this week? We're not well, yeah, for sure. That we're getting to that segment next. Okay. So the fattest thing I did this week is coming up. But any final thoughts on oh. the NFL? I didn't know if we forgot it or not, so I was no. like, want to make sure. Um, no. no, I would say just make sure that you check uh, the big guy's Twitter um, yeah. Saturday morning or whenever we're going to post it. Probably Saturday morning. Just because yeah. we have more news. We know who's sitting. We know who's not. We, you know, post some touchdown bets, things like that, and hopefully we'll have another weekend where we're up. Right. And like I said, I apologize. We're a little clunky. We're still working through it. It's Wednesday Typically, it's going to be Thursday. We'll have a better idea of picks and stuff yeah, like that. I've like, been sneezing. I sneezed like four times, and then I remembered we have a mute button. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's going around. It's going around. But listen, I think NFL, um, Green Bay, Minnesota, big games, uh, big for the parlay. But the big game that I'm going to be watching, the game I'm most excited about is that Green Bay Lions game. Uh, that should be That should be electric. But final thoughts, um, as far as the NFL goes, we'll post our picks and we'll have those out there so you know them and we'll let them know. But, Ryan. No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. Everyone's fattest, everyone's fattest subject. Everyone's, everyone's favorite subject here, and favorite segment, rather, the fattest thing you've done this week. You asked me if I forgot about it. I've tried, Okay. All right, so for those of you who know me, I've lost some weight, okay? I've lost like 60 pounds in the last year, 70 pounds in the last year. And, and, and I'm not, I don't say this, I have a problem with Oreos, okay? I have a fucking problem with Oreos. And I've been off Oreos now for a while, about six, seven months, okay? Well, I relapsed a, a few days ago, okay? And... You know, it's tough. The holidays, it's a bunch of food. You know, one day turns into a week, and I'm just eating cookies and a bunch of shit. Well, the other day, I just had a hankering for some Oreos. I went and got some. I ate a whole sleeve. I ate the whole fucking sleeve in two oh, yeah. days, okay? There's three of them. They go up and down, and it was just disgusting. And I'm doing the thing, big glass of milk, like a handful at a time just in the milk because they're better when they're soft. And you're just oh, yeah. drinking it. So I'm just drinking cookies like a fat fuck. It was just disgusting. I felt awful. My body was like, asshole, what are we up to right now? 
I yeah. woke up in the morning. I woke up in the morning and I showered or whatever, and I felt like I felt like such a dork. But I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so fat right now!" Like I was like, I was like a sixteen-year-old girl. I was like, "I am disgusting right now. I feel terrible." Like I just, it was disgusting. It was the fattest thing I did. Listen, Oreos are fine. Everyone can have Oreos. You don't need stuff to regular. No, just regular. I don't like the double stuff. I like the regular ones. But I'm not kidding. I ate a whole package of Oreos, one sleep, and I did the fat thing. Where I tried to lie to myself, where I was like, no, let's have a couple. I was like, yeah, probably not. I ate a whole sleeve that night. The first night I had a whole sleeve. And then the second night I was like, well, what's the fucking difference now? Just eat them. What are we going to have them in here for a week? That's not going to happen. We're going to eat these. Let's just eat them. Pretend it didn't happen. So I didn't forget the fattest thing I've done this week, Ryan. I was embarrassed by it. Well, that's, like the fattest, that's the fattest thing I did this week, and uh, I don't feel great about it. We're, we're going to have to get better. What, what do you got? Mine's that uh, – so I was home. Alyssa brought the kids to her parents' house, and they went down um, to see, like, the Christmas lights somewhere. Um, yeah, Clifton Park, somewhere down there. They had, like, a big uh-huh. display. Uh, so they go driving through that, and then they're all going to come over to our house and eat dinner. Well, when I get home, I don't, and I know this, this is like the fattest guy thing. Like, I don't think skinny people do this. Like when I come home, my pants just come off. I'm just taking pants off. <laughs> and so I took my pants off and then like, I didn't want to put them on. They were upstairs. I didn't really want to walk all the way up there, which is another. <laughs> Hold on. You knew, you, did you know they were there when you walked in or you just, my home, I don't care. Kind no, of no, no, no. So they're not there yet. So when I get, so I get home, so this is part of the story. So I get home, I take my pants off. I go upstairs, take my pants off. And like, I could have thrown shorts on or something, but it was just so nice in my box. So I just walked back downstairs, say goodbye to them. They leave. Um, my in-laws aren't there yet. They're, they're going to pick them up and then go down there. But I know that their cut, their plan is to come back. So I'm on the couch for like two hours, just watching some, fucking dumb stuff on netflix or whatever i'm doing and then like i i'm like should i text her to like please text me or just text me when you're on your way home so i can put pants on because like i wanted it i wanted it to last as long as it possibly could. <laughs> yeah yeah i like key in the lock and it's yeah. like zip okay we're good yeah, it's like, yeah. i don't know I, I just think it's the fattest thing because like i don't know it's like my sleep machine thing. Like, I don't know what skinny people do. Like, do they take their pants off when they get home immediately? Well, no. Do any, am I the only one? No, definitely not. No pants is definitely a big fat guy move. And no pants, I think, is kind of like a dad move, too, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, fat guys are big short guys. You know, they love shorts. They wear shorts all the time. They say their legs don't get cold, stuff like that. But, yeah, I think – your goddamn house. You, 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 you want to wear boxers? Yeah, no, that is pretty fat, and I love that for it. I love that. Um, listen, good second show. We're getting better. Um, you know, we will get better, and uh, we'll get all these things out and clipped out. We'll get our picks out. Um, stick with us. It's been fun. Any any final notes? Any little cleanup? Anything you want to let anyone know? No, I think uh, we can chop it up at the end of the week here and uh, post our favorite plays and things like that. And I would yep. say follow us on Twitter and get the goods. We have not. So we've only, it's only been one week, but it was a winning week. Yeah. You had a better first week than I did, but we both were up. 
Yeah, we, we both were up. Like I said, I, I had a huge, huge, huge start. Um, and, and it was great because I normally do a lot better in college football and I normally struggle in the NFL, but yeah, uh, ironically, been, it was the opposite for me. Normally better, yeah. NFL, better in college football. Like what a weird, it was a weird weekend. It was, I've been rock solid with these touchdown plays, guys, touchdown, Tony, Tony, touchdown. We will get those pit plays out to you again. We'll keep posting stuff. We're going to get this. We're going to, we're going to get this thing going smoother and running. It's been fun. Ryan, hit the music, baby. Hit the music.